stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world you just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. The power of social media is it forces necessary change. Eric Qualman. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We are a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. I'm Siri Panindra, and before we get into today's show that revolves around social media, specifically women in tech, be sure to check out our website at btsya.org. As part of our disaster relief outreach program, Be the Star You Are has collaborated with the Authors Guild to showcase the new books launched by many authors from around the country in a variety of genres. So make sure you're tuned in to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time for Wednesdays with Writers and Express Yourself, airing on Sundays at 3 p.m. for Super Smart Sundays, both broadcasting right here on Voice America Network. Additionally, California Humanities and the National Endowment for the Humanities, as part of the CARES Act Economic Stabilization Plan of 2020, has just awarded our producer, Cynthia Bryan, a grant to continue producing and booking more authors, musicians, actors, health professionals, and more on Express Yourself Teen Radio to give us and our guests a voice during this pandemic. Our lineup is stellar, and you can check us out at voiceamerica.com slash show slash 2014 slash express dash yourself. Thank you, California Humanities and NEH, for helping Cynthia Bryan continue to produce quality programming during this time. Another very fun announcement for our mid- middle schoolers, Be The Star You Are has partnered with student-run Seattle Advocates for Education to launch the Hope Challenge, a free entrepreneurship competition for middle school students. This is an opportunity for young entrepreneurs to innovate today's technology and win awards ranging from $25 to $200. And you can always find more information at thehopechallenge.org. Well, today we have a great hour planned for you. In segment two, I will be interviewing Suzanne Tedrick, a technical specialist for a Fortune 50 technology firm. We will be wrapping up our show with a segment from our newest reporter, Andrea Smith. And right now, I will be talking about my startup, Draw My Love. So let's just jump right in. My generation is really involved in the digital world. And we tend to express feelings and love through phones, gadgets, emojis, and texts. But my parents, grandparents, and older relatives, they truly appreciate tangible and physical media. 
especially after I'd flown to India to see my grandpa. He passed away in the hospital due to a sudden lung attack before I was able to say goodbye. And my grief was honestly so profound that I feared that I would never recover. But one day, my grandma, she showed me that my grandfather had saved in a bundle every single handmade card that I had made for him since I was a little girl. And it wasn't until that moment that I realized that those were my grandfather's treasures. It eventually struck to me how I could bridge this gap to expand the expression of love between all generations. And it is by creating a material object that originates digitally. So after years of conceptualization, I initiated dramalove.com, a company that allows people to create physical short-form books. The platform is user-friendly and as simplistic as choosing a template for your specific occasion, customizing your characters, and adding personal content. After designing the book from cover to cover, your very own personalized book will be professionally printed, bounded, and shipped right to your doorstep. My favorite part, um, personally, is the designing element of the book. You can customize cartoon-type characters to replicate you and your loved one based on attributes such as age, gender, and facial features. Additionally, you have a wide spectrum of props and background images, and you have the ability to add personalized messages and specific character poses that can best voice your heart's feelings. The process to make and design a book is so simplistic as we have hundreds of ready-made book and page templates customized for specific occasions such as Valentine's Day, anniversaries, get well soon, birthday, Christmas, you name it. You can spend a few minutes or honestly even days to fine-tune your book. It all depends on you and your schedule. Driven by one heartfelt mission, dramalove.com will launch in a few months to empower your expression of love. Honestly, our world could always use a little more show of feelings, and many of us do not express our feelings fully due to a variety of reasons, whether that is not having much time to spare, being too shy, trust me, I've been there, or we just don't have the right tools to showcase our feelings. And that is where dramalove.com comes in. This is the perfect gift for that perfect person in your life. It's just so meaningful to give to your spouse, parents, best friend, mentor, or really anyone that holds a special place in your heart. I feel love is more than saying I love you. It is saying why I love you. And it is expressing all of the reasons you love someone and expressing it to them. And that really is the core of my company. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this segment. And as a reminder, the newest establishment in the series, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, celebrating gifts of positive voices in a changing digital world is available on starstylestore.net. Consider picking up a copy. I'm Siri Panindra, and your purchase benefits the Be the Star You Are 501c3 charity and this Express Yourself program as a donation. You can check out youtube.com slash be the star you are for our very fun and informative videos on living, laughing, and learning. You can also visit us at btsya.org and check out past editions of our show at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Keep on listening to our conversation about social media and women in tech on Express Yourself after the break. Mm-hmm. 
Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Looking for entertainment news from a kid's perspective? Tune in to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. The Kids First Film Critic Review, all the latest movies, TV shows, and digital media before they're released. Interview celebrities and share all that and more so you can make informed decisions about what you select to watch. Our reporters, ages 8 to 21, bring you a kid's perspective on media targeted for kids and families. Kids First Coming Attractions plays every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com and the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Express Yourself on the Voice America Empowerment channel. We are here today with Suzanne Tedrick, a technical specialist for a Fortune 50 technology firm. In her work, Suzanne helps organizations understand the benefits of creating cloud-native software applications and modernizing their existing IT infrastructure through cloud computing and tackling the complexities that come with the process. Fiercely committed to community service and increasing participation of women and people of color in STEM, educational and professional opportunities. She performs volunteer works for P-TECH and Black Girls Code. Suzanne was the winner of CompTIA Association of Information Technology Professionals 2018 Rising Star of the Year Award and a 2019 nominee for CompTIA Advancing Women in Technology Mentorship Guide Spotlight Award for her dedication and 
in advancing the careers of future technologists. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome onto the show. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. So first off, I want to ask, um, what inspired you to first explore the technology sector and become a role model for hundreds and thousands of girls around the world? <laughs> Thank you. Um, so uh, technology was something I was always interested in when I was uh, growing up. I always liked to uh, play around with computers and whenever my dad would bring in uh, gadgets or appliances, I would always be the person playing with them and taking them mm-hmm. apart to see how they worked. Uh, so I always kind of had that natural curiosity when it came to uh, technology. And when it comes to the book, it was really important to me, especially for women and people of color, uh, to let them know that technology is also an industry for them. I think for a lot of my time growing up, I thought that technology was an industry for you know someone else or someone that didn't look like me or had a particular background. But as time went on and as I you know, got to different volunteer opportunities and internships and work opportunities, I realized that the tech industry is very diverse and you know needs diversity in terms of people coming in. Uh, so I wanted to give this this book and this guide uh, as, a, as a means for people to kind of create their own path, however that may look. Yeah, perfect. I can definitely relate to you. I'm also kind of a tech geek, and I'm also very fond of technology and engineering. <laughs> and I um, am going to be a freshman in college, and I will be pursuing computer science So that's definitely technology, but I can relate to you on all levels. Well, um, tell us a little bit about your book, Women of Color in Tech, and who the target audience is and what information it provides. Sure. Uh, So the book is meant to help inform and inspire women of color to pursue uh, tech careers. And it focuses on, on three very specific areas. Uh, The first talks about what the tech industry currently looks like. Uh, I know that for uh, many of the people that I work with and I mentor, um, computer science is an option, uh, but just showing them that there's a multitude of opportunities that are out there, including uh, technical consulting, uh, user experience and design, and, you know, data engineering, um, you know, just a, a multitude of things that one can do uh, beyond uh, software development, which is what people, I think, tend to think of when they talk about tech at a very high level. So talking about the diversity of the, of careers available as where is where you can find them. So not just focusing on companies like Facebook and Apple, uh, but thinking a little bit more broadly um, one of the things that I brought that I brought up was that Bank of America and the New York Times are actually one of or two of the biggest uh, tech hires in the United States right now. So just expanding the pie of what it means to be in technology and giving that basic background. Uh, the mm, second so, piece. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to add that it it sounds very informational on possible tech careers. But please go ahead. Yeah, and uh, the second part is how do you, how do you prepare? So going beyond just uh, LinkedIn and, and the resume, uh, but you know, talking about how do you demonstrate your 
your value? How do you get the skills that you need to get your foot in the door? Really talking about what that uh, roadmap, what that blueprint looks like for you. And the the third talks about uh, specific issues that um, are challenges for women of color in the tech industry, uh, things that are either reasons that they haven't considered tech themselves or reasons that they tend to leave the tech industry because of, you know, well-documented and well-known challenges uh, like microaggressions or, you know, lack of advancement. So talking about how, you know, to have those strategies in place so that when those challenges arise, you're better equipped and you're, you're more likely to stay in the tech field. So going more in depth, um, for women who have faced these barriers, what are some tips on how they can overcome this negativity and stay motivated during all the difficult times? Yeah, so there, there's definitely going to be um, challenges as they come up, whether you know, you're still in school or whether you're in the workplace. One of the things that I emphasize a lot is developing and cultivating uh, a network of not only just your your mentors or your peers, but um, you know people that really understand where you're trying to go, what your um, desired state, so to speak, is in terms of your career, and people who are really going to support and champion you when you're not necessarily feeling awesome or <laughs> you're not mm-hmm. necessarily feeling the, the best about things that may be going on, um, those are the people that are going to help you through those, those tough times. So it's, it's truly important to, you know, cultivate that network. But it's also incredibly important to have self-care. Uh, so, you know, resting whenever possible, um, reaching out and talking to people, um, not neglecting your mental health, um, which is incredibly, incredibly important. Um, so just really kind of thinking about what are the support systems you need in place to help you be successful. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, in fact, um, during my junior year of high school, I was part of the engineering academy, and they had this mentorship program. And it was just such a great support system to develop my resume and basically my talking skills. But definitely, I agree with you on both parts, the mentorship as well as taking care of yourself. Um, So what are some of the stereotypes surrounding technology careers, and how can we break those down? Yeah, so I talked a little bit about them um, in terms of what a technology career looks like. So very often um, for the folks that I've mentored, um, they think about computer science, and for some of them, that's great. They they're really into it, and others are just like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to code. I don't want to. I don't want to sit at a, a terminal all day, you know, typing in commands, um, and just trying to get them to understand that it's not. Technology is so diverse and so broad. Um, you know, that's not the only career that that you can have. And mm-hmm. taking that a step further. Uh, the types of skills that you need to be successful go beyond just what we call the, the hard skills, which are the skills that can be uh, taught and measured in some form or manner. Uh, most tech professionals now 
you know, need to be able to communicate, like they need to be able to, you know, talk to different audiences at a moment's notice. Uh, they need to be able to, you know, have some kind of, you know, time management and project management skills, uh, as well as, you know, customer service. So, you know, really thinking a little bit deeper about what it takes to be successful, you also need to develop your your soft skills, which are not necessarily things that can be taught in a classroom. They are things that you just develop over experience and, and over time. And I think the more that we articulate and amplify that, um, I think the you know, the, the the mindset will will shift a little bit in terms of what it takes to be a successful tech professional. Mm, definitely, I agree on that completely. So, since you were talking about mentorship and network, um, how important are both of those, and how can women seek to build out their networks? Because I'm currently trying to build my network, and I find it sometimes difficult. So, what are some tips that women of color can? can utilize to build their networks? Yeah, so um, I think your net, having your network will be one of the most critical components of your career, not just when you're starting out, but, you know, as you get, you know, through the ranks. So being able to, you know, have that network there for support, for information, for job opportunities, uh, that's going to become increasingly critical as uh, you progress in your career. As far as um, how you go about building it out. Um, it's definitely difficult. In fact, one of the things that I, I struggled with because I, I tend to be a little bit more introverted was, you know, how do I reach out to people? How do I make sure that I'm, you know, connecting? What if I don't have anything to say? And the, the thing that I've learned as I've connected with people over time is that they're probably feeling just as much anxiety as you are and, you know, not to hold yourself too critically. Um, I think it's important to um, reach out to professional organizations that have formal mentoring programs. That's a great way to start meeting people in your desired profession. Um, I know that the pandemic has kind of curbed the amount of in-person interaction that we have, but, you know, virtual networking, I totally advocate doing that as much as often. And, you know, places like LinkedIn, which are, you know, great ways to not only share what you're doing, uh, but, you know, to connect with people, to have informational interviews about particular professions and fields. Um, These are just some of the small steps that you can take now to, to do that. Yeah, it's, it's funny because you said that because I just created a LinkedIn a couple of days ago and <laughs> it's kind of overwhelming at first. It's like, oh, wow, so many connections, <laughs> but <laughs> definitely takes time to build your network. So especially during this time, the pandemic, um, how do you find a mentor? So there's, there's different ways that you can do this. Um, I had mentioned that um, a number of professional organizations um, host formal programs, but you can also just reach out to people and just ask, you know, do you have the, the bandwidth and the capacity to be a mentor? You know, 
and, and, and just kind of feel them out. Um, I remember that during a talk that I gave on how you develop mentoring programs, someone from the audience just came up, you know, we, we started having a conversation and she just asked, would you mind being an informal mentor to me? And it's just that kind of, you know, you just have to have that confidence to ask because people will, will love to, to share their knowledge and expertise with you. You just have to be um, willing to ask them and, you know, willing to learn from them. So I always say, like, if there's someone that you truly admire, um, someone that you, you know, think has a great deal of influence and can be helpful, I don't think asking hurts. Mm. Yeah, um, especially in my city where I live, um, my city offers a lot of networking events where you can dress up nice, get your resume ready, and um, have the opportunity to talk to different representatives from companies. So that's something that I utilize specifically um, to find mentors and build a network. And as part of my engineering academy that I brought up, there's this mentorship program. And um, my teacher, she gave us a survey and she said, what are your interests? And we'll pair you up one-on-one with someone that you can work with for um, one year. So definitely I agree, mentorship is super important. So what is the difference between a sponsor and a mentor? Yeah, so a mentor is, whether formally or informally, they're helping you to develop um, certain skills and certain attributes for your career. And a sponsor does that, but it's taken a, a, a bit further in that they're the ones that have uh, the resources, uh, social capital, as well as privilege to say this person would be awesome for this position, and I'm you know fully behind supporting them to get it. They're actually taking that step further and saying you should hire this candidate or you should promote this candidate, and it takes it takes a little time to find sponsors because you you have to demonstrate to them the value that you bring. And the reason being is that sponsors take on a bit of a a reputational risk when they advocate for you. So they have to know that you bring value and that you're a solid performer. So um, it's important to kind of get in front of those people. It's, It's not Sponsorship isn't something that you automatically gain, um, but it is something that's very important when you want to advance your career. Mm, oh, yeah. They share a lot of similar characteristics. <laughs> so thank you for <laughs> covering that. Um, so going off on a tangent a little bit, um, who is someone you look up to and who would you say is your all-time inspiration? Yeah, so um, I've been really lucky to work with a number of great, um, you know, women in technology, you know, women of color. Um, For me, very personally, it's always been um, my mother. And uh, the reason I always cite my mother is that uh, she had very difficult circumstances, you know, growing up. And as I was growing up, she unfortunately became uh, ill. But uh, even during her illness, she always exuded strength. She always exuded perseverance. And, you know, she 
was actually the model that I've taken from for much of my career going through, like, good times and bad times and, you know, just having grit, which is something that you'll need regardless of what, whether it's a tech career or not. Um, so, you know, she is definitely um, my rock star role model when it, when it mm-hmm. comes to, um, to just everything. Yeah, I I agree with you. My mom is super fundamental in my life, too, and she has taught me perseverance. So I think all moms are the best. (laughs) They are. (laughs) No denying that. (laughs) Yeah. So a little bit about your story. So how was it for you to move up the ladder as the woman, as a woman and as a woman of color? It was definitely uh, challenging, for sure. so, as I mentioned, you know, becoming a tech professional, you have to master both uh, hard and soft skills. So, kind of having that left brain, right brain mastery, we took some time. But then, just kind of noticing certain things as I was going through, uh, you know, being the only person like me in the room, um, you know, microaggressions and and you know, subtle bias that would influence people's interactions and languages with me. And then just days where it was, um, it was just difficult. Like you just get very like sad and, you know, depressed because you're just like, this is just, this is just a lot right now. Um, So, I mean, it definitely was challenging and I had a lot on, you know, my plate with uh, school and doing hackathons and volunteering and, you know, a number of, of different opportunities. Um, so it was, it was a lot to manage, um, but I will say that it was, a, it was an experience that I definitely treasure in that I've grown a lot as a tech professional and as a leader. I've met incredible people who are, you know, lifelong friends, and I, I'm able to be a part of that catalyst for change. So, you know, noticing that I was the one and the only, it was very important for me to do community service to show women, and particularly women of color, um, not only can you get into tech, but you can be successful. Like, it's, it's not all gloom and doom when you, you know, look at the statistics and, and the stories that you hear. Um, it's a great field to be in. There's so many things that you can do. It's very dynamic. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the best fields for, for anyone to get into. And so um, being able to be that catalyst to help other people uh, get in uh, means the world to me. Definitely. And I admire you for that reason, that you are a change maker. And those change makers are the ones who truly impact the world. So thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Yeah, so I can also relate to you in a way um, since I'm a girl and I remember it's like a flashback. I was interviewing for my high school's engineering academy and it was mostly boys. And, you know, one boy was like, obviously you're going to get in, you're a girl. But it's definitely not easy for us women to overcome, you know, these challenges. So I can relate to you. So. How did you manage and overcome the challenges that you faced? And do you have any tips for other people, and specifically women of color? Yeah. Um, 
So the the key reason for my success is, is definitely my, my family, my mm-hmm. friends, um, my mentors, and 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 to some and to my mentees as well. Um, for the days where things felt heavy and dark, um, they definitely you know did everything they could to bring light and to bring levity where I definitely needed it. Um, and sometimes it puts things in perspective um, about the challenges that I was facing. Um, I definitely made time to rest, which is very, it's very important to kind of know how you are physically and what, you know, en- energizes you and what, it, you know, what kind of takes the energy out of you. So being an introvert, when I go to like heavy networking sessions, I need at least a day to recover. So just knowing that about myself and just like factoring in that time to just sleep or, you know, read or whatever to kind of recharge was, you know, very important. So um, knowing myself, knowing my limitations, you know, making sure I find time for self-care was also very important. Um, And just, you know, talking with people. Um, One of the things I do mention in the book is about mental health. And unfortunately for women of color and for uh, technical professionals, um, they're more vulnerable, unfortunately, to um, mental health issues. So just making sure that you're taking that time to talk to your family, talk to your loved ones, or uh, a licensed professional if need be, but just not keeping what you're feeling in, um, you know, for your, for your own good. Yeah, I agree. Um, we should always take care of ourselves. And there's this quote, self, um, like self care is not selfish in any way, shape or form. Definitely. You need to take time for yourself. Um, especially after doing a task that you have never done before, you need to reward yourself basically. So, um, as you are a technology professional, what do you think of the future of the tech industry and what do you see as the emerging technology? Yeah. Um, so I think that we're growing by leaps and bounds every day. <laughs> it, it, it's really hard to keep up. I will be very honest. Um, so, um, but it's great. It's great that there's all of this innovation. It's great that, um, you know, it's, it's changing society for the better it's providing more opportunities for people that perhaps may have not historically had opportunities. So I think that's fantastic. I think the the one technology that I have been keeping an eye on is artificial intelligence. And I, I don't think people realize how much we already are using artificial intelligence in our day-to-day. Um, it, it, it's astounding when you look under the hood of certain applications or, you know, popular websites, like just how much AI we're using. Uh, I also keep an eye on it because um, for as good as uh, AI is, is kind of making life for people, we do have to be cognizant that, um, you know, bias isn't being programmed into models and, you know, potentially affecting already marginalized communities. So thinking about um, financial services like loan applications or mortgage applications, or even for recruiting, um, you know, AI models that are unfortunately biased. 
So I think we need to uh, practice a lot of care when it comes to implementing AI and making sure that it is uh, fair for everyone. Yeah, it's amazing that you brought that up. Um, for one of my projects in high school, I did some facial recognition, and we can see it in companies such as Tesla with their self-driving cars. So I agree with you, you know, AI is something that is, is out there and it's going to grow in the future. So um, you've written this book, Women of Color in Tech, and what was your process of writing the book and publishing it? And how and why did you decide to write this very helpful blueprint for inspiring the next generation of technology innovators? Yeah, I, uh, so it was a very unique opportunity in that the, uh, the publisher actually reached out to me um, to write the book, which is definitely not a, a common thing that happens in the, in the publishing industry. Um, the publisher had seen a write-up of me winning uh, the award from CompTIA uh, for Rising Star of the Year. And he basically asked, would I want to write a book um, to help other women based off of my experiences? And, you know, I joked, like, I can barely write email, but yes, we'll, we'll give this a try. We'll see, we'll see what happens. I'll write a book. And, um, <laughs> when I, when, when I, when I sat down and I thought about um, what I wanted to cover, I mean, I wanted it to definitely talk to, you know, that, that women can do it, but I, wanted to be very specific about these are the specific things that you can do right now to prepare yourself. And you know, these are the people and the resources and organizations that you can reach out to, out to, to help you. Um, so just being very specific, being very practical and, you know, just trying to get, you know, potential people thinking about it and showing them that while it isn't, it's not a cakewalk. I don't want it, like I don't want to make it out to be that it's the simplest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not impossible, and you know there's plenty of opportunity for you if, if this is something that you've always kind of had the the curiosity and spark for. Um, so I was really honored to you know to have this opportunity, and you know being that uh, community service and volunteerism are like really strong. Um, facets of my value and belief systems, um, I felt like this was a great way to kind of continue on that um, on that path of helping others. That is a huge accomplishment, Suzanne. Thank you so much, and congratulations on the book. On thank you on everything. It's it's fantastic what you're doing. So since we are nearing our end of the segment, I have one last question. Um, what advice do you have for women seeking a career in tech? Just to basically sum everything up. Uh, basically, don't sell yourself short. You are strong. You are capable. You have everything in you to be successful. Um, just, you know, if this is something that you want, and as I said, you have the spark and the fire within you, um, please pursue it. <laughs> um, and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. That's perfect. Thank you so much, Suzanne, for sharing your insight on the tech industry. And I feel you're this huge inspiration to so many girls listening to this interview, reading your book. It's perfect. Thank you. 
Um, listeners, Thank you can you. learn more about Suzanne Tedrick and her book, Women of Color in Tech, on WeBelongInTech.com. And she's on all um, social media platforms, including Facebook. Um, you can reach her at facebook.com slash WeBelongInTech. Um, also, please show your love for more segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program at BeTheStarYouAre.org. I'm Siri Panindra, and keep listening for more about social media and women in tech. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Looking for entertainment news from a kid's perspective? Tune into Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America's Empowerment Channel. The Kids First Film Critic Review, all the latest movies, TV shows, and digital media before they're released. Interview celebrities and share all that and more so you can make informed decisions about what you select to watch. Our reporters, ages 8 to 21, bring you a kid's perspective on media targeted for kids and families. Kids First Coming Attractions plays every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel friend us on facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world voice america empowerment You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm Siri Panindra, and this week's show revolves around social media, specifically women in tech. For this very last segment today, I'm so, so happy to introduce our newest reporter, Andrea Smith, 
who is a senior in Southern California. She loves swimming and participating in everything ocean-related. She's also extremely passionate about Model United Nations and knows the ins and outs of living a very happy and healthy lifestyle. Her segment is In the Spotlight. Hi, Andrea. Welcome on to the show. Hi, Siri, and hi, everyone. I'm Andrea Smith, and I'm so excited to be here today as a reporter on Express Yourself. Today, in my special segment, In the Spotlight, I will be discussing how big a role social media plays on teens' mental health in modern times, so let's get into it. As a Snapchat and Instagram user myself, I sometimes wonder who doesn't have a social media these days. It's really strange to think that only 13 years ago, the first iPhone was made. We live in a society that is so rapidly changing due to technology, and this has led to a lot of changes in the way we interact with each other. I think that even though we are technically more connected than ever, it feels as if we have never been further apart. With that, I think there's a lot of pressure to conform to social norms on social media since people judge you literally by the photos arranged on your account. Popularity is now based on how many people double-tapped your picture to give you a quote-unquote like and how many people, often strangers, follow your account. It is something so shallow, but yet it consumes our lives every single day. On average, an American teen will spend more than seven hours on their phones each day. That is a third of a day completely wasted in staring at an electronic screen. It would be impossible for social media not to affect our lives with these statistics. So one may then ask, how big of a role does it play in our mental health? Well, for start-offs, I think social media ingrains an unrealistic and unhuman ideal of perfection in our society and culture. There is so much stress around conforming to our society's beauty standards with social media. And with that, it feels like society is saying that our natural self and beauty is no longer good enough. I mean, think about it. Filters are considered the new norm on platforms like Snapchat and Instagram. In hindsight, it seems completely normal because we are used we are so used to it. But looking at it from a sociological perspective, it speaks a lot about the standards of perfection that is so heavily embedded in our society. With filters, there are also other applications like Facetune and Visco that are very popular among teen social media users these days. And it's heartbreaking to see girls go to sleep crying at night because they don't feel comfortable in their own body. 69% of females ages 10 through 18 state that photographs of models and celebrities in the media motivated their, quote, ideal body shape. By the age of 17, 
89% of girls have dieted. About 40% of all adolescents and teens from the ages of 13 through 18 will suffer from anorexia, bulimia, or binge eating disorder. About 20% of, of all teens will experience depression before they reach adulthood. Approximately another two-thirds of teens with major depression also battle from another mood disorder like dysphemia, anxiety, antisocial behaviors, body dysmorphia, or substance abuse. The worst part is that only 30% of depressed teens are being treated for it. Not only that, the average amount spent on eating disorder research per affected individual is merely 93 cents. These statistics are incredibly disturbing and alarming. Why is it that our society has ignored this mental health crisis for so long? Again, this all leads back to the ideal of perfection in our society. Mental health is often approached with a negative stigma, and it is a conversation that is far too often silenced. It is seen as a weakness rather than just an illness that can be treated like any other disease like the flu. This then leads to teens feeling unsafe to talk about their mental health with others, making them feel more isolated and alone than ever. With this, suicide is the third leading cause of death for young people among the ages of 18 to 24. Every 100 minutes, a teen takes their own life. After a decline in the 1990s, suicide rates have been increasing consistently every year. Is this just merely a coincidence with the mass development of social media in the past 20 years? I think someone would be blind to say that it is. With that, I think that it is extremely important that we normalize the conversation of mental health and move towards making social media platforms a space of acceptance and authenticity. For everyone listening today, please know that you are beautiful and perfect just the way you are. I know that sounds cheesy, but it couldn't be more true, and I believe that the first step in moving towards an era where social media is filled with acceptance and love, that we must start with ourselves in spreading love to each other on a micro level. So who is it that you are going to compliment today? Maybe text a friend or a loved one how much you care for them so that we together can increase the entropy of love and compassion in our world to in turn make it a better and happier place. Well, that was a perfect. I absolutely love the segment. It was so informational and it's so important for people to recognize that, Andrea. And thank you so much. I absolutely loved it.
Oh, thank so you. Let's jump right into our questions. Um, so our first one is, what do you think are the most common platforms of social media currently used by teenagers? Um, I think currently um, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok are the most common platforms used by young adolescents and teens these days. I see. Yeah, I only have one out of those three, but that might change in the future. We never know. <laughs> yeah, it's, I feel like a lot of times, like people, like kids spend a lot of time on social media, especially TikTok is like the new, um, it's the new like platform that everybody is on. Yeah, and I can tell that the social media platforms are kind of merging because you can see TikToks on Instagram. So it's just yeah. like all combining into one. And on that note, um, what are your opinions on social media? Does social media ever play a positive role in our society? I think social media can play a big role in spreading awareness about a lot of current injustices happening in our world. A perfect example of this can be seen with the murder of George Floyd. I mean, George Floyd. Millions of Americans gathered together to fight for justice and for the end of police brutality. And I think social media played a big part in raising awareness about the issue and in raising funds for the Black Lives Matter movement. I think social media can also connect family in ways that were not possible a mere 20 years ago. In my own personal experience, my parents are both immigrants, my mom from Argentina and my dad from Scotland. Social media platforms have allowed me to connect with my family in those countries through sharing photos and through video calls, which has been a very unique and special experience for me. Yeah, yeah, social media does have both its pros and cons, and I sometimes wonder which one overtakes the other. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. Thank you so, so much, Andrea, for your interesting segment and inspirational in all levels. Audience, please support Be The Star You Are and find information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs at bethestarur.org. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. I'm Siri Panindra, and as always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Embrace social media and women in tech. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.